journey to to get her here. Mm-hmm. And I don't regret any of it mm-hmm. at all. Like she's the love of my life. She is, oh, I could cry just thinking Aww. about her. She's such a, she's such a great kid. Um, despite all the ups and downs, it hasn't always been an easy journey. And, she, you know, she was premature. She, she was delayed and she's always been the smallest kid in the class. Mm-hmm. She's she's just teeny. And, she, you know, it just has not been an easy journey for her. Welcome to the Let's Not Sugarcoat It podcast, a podcast about the real, raw and unfiltered side of motherhood. We're your hosts, Alex and Bella. Let's get into it, ladies. Well, well, welcome back, everybody. Let's get into it, ladies. Today, I am reading a bio out of a real newspaper, okay? (laughs) The Daily Courier. We have a special guest today, Monique Lambert. Okay, are you guys ready? Because I love this that I have an actual newspaper in my hand. So Monique Lambert is a passionate and creative event planner and and decorator. Oh my gosh. Uh, maybe I shouldn't have been reading. It's been a, a while. It's Monday. She got excited about the newspaper. I got, I got excited and now it's like, shit, I can't see anything. Like, where are my glasses? No, just kidding. I did have laser. Uh, okay, so let's do this again. Monique Lambert is a passionate and creative event planner and decorator that took over Pop-Up Events Co. just over a year ago. From an Australian entrepreneur that had seen a niche in the Okanagan for a luxury picnic business, a popular enterprise in Brisbane. Since Monique took over the business, she has doubled the inventory and opened a storefront location in West Kelowna. She is a finalist for the Key Women Award of Excellence in Tourism and Hospitality given um, by the Greater Westside Board of Trade. She was. She has over 20 years of experience in the tourism industry, working on luxury yachts. Mm, where do Ooh, I sign up for that? And fun. cruise ships, as well as organize, organizing destination weddings. She has a diploma in CB... See, this is my dyslexia. BCIT in event planning and public relations, bringing her expertise and flair to the Okanagan. The last 15 years were spent being... At, being a stay-at-home mom and volunteering her time with the Elizabeth Fry Society and Mamas for Mamas on various events, planning and fundraising ventures to help empower women in their community. Beautiful. Whoa. Love it. Love it. Pop-up events oh, specializes. Yeah, it still goes, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. There's a nice write-up here and we're going to finish it because it's... <laughs> In the paper, and that's special. (laughs) Pop-up events (laughs) specializes in luxury picnics for two to 40 people at at partnered wineries and Dirty Bee Flower Farm, one of many beautiful local beaches. Yes, we are doing one coming up really quickly. Yes, we are. Um, or uh, Or in the privacy of your own home. However, not just limited to picnics, she has done casino nights, Mexican fiestas, surprise proposals, and elopements. I know you did the surprise with the airplane and seaplane. Man, these people get very fancy. Yeah, um, her attention to oh, detail jealous. and customer service and partnerships with top-notch uh, caterers, photographers, and other vendors takes, takes the stress and the legwork out of planning your event. Welcome, 
Monique. That <laughs> was a mouthful. I love it. Yeah. An introduction. Yes, right? But it's so yeah, awesome to so hear amazing. about yourself, right? Especially when you're so amazing. She does such beautiful work. Um, yeah, we can't wait to hear a little bit more about what makes you tick and who is Monique. Because, you know, pop-up events is just a business, not just a business, but it's not you. So we're trying to find out who is Wow. I know we got really deep deep really quick. So who are you, Monique? (laughs) Tell us. From the day you were born. (laughs) Uh, Well, I guess first and foremost, my biggest job is I'm a mom. And like it says in the article there, I was a stay-at-home mom for 15 years. And she graduated this year. So knowing Mm -hmm. that um, some of my parental duties would be put on the shelf. I knew I needed to do something with my life and my time. So at this stage in life, I didn't really want to work for anybody else Mm. because I don't like anyone being the boss of me. Mm. I think we can all relate (laughs) to that. (laughs) Yeah. So I, yeah, I just uh, went back on my experience working in the tourism business and you know, 20 years in tourism, anything. I was a flight attendant, worked on cruise ships, uh, travel agent doing destination weddings. Um, really didn't want to go back to being a travel agent because there's that thing called the internet now and mm. uh, it's a tough gig. So I just saw this little business for sale and I thought, why not? And I went for it. So it's just been over a year now and I love it. Mm. And actually, I do have my daughter working with me. Oh, nice. And we just did an event on the weekend. And I tell you, the job satisfaction of putting together these events for these special occasions, for these really important milestones in people's lives, you know, it's really just basically, it's not just setting the table or just putting out napkins. It's really being a part of that excitement Mm -hmm. and... Mm-hmm. You know, when the people come up and they see what you've done and they have tears in their eyes, it actually, I'm getting goosebumps Aww. just talking Aww, so about it right now because it is extremely satisfying work. It's very uh, physical. I wish I was still in my 30s because <laughs> it is no joke doing those setups in the 30 degree heat. I'm yeah. sure. Um, but I love it. Mm-hmm. And um, it's it's really speaks to who I am. I, I love... I'm a bit of a people pleaser and I love to shop. (laughs) I'm always shopping for new decor and I'm always looking online for new ideas. And yeah, it's extremely satisfying. And um, the fact that I'm able to do it with my 18-year-old daughter um, in hopes that possibly maybe one day she'll take over the business Mm. um, is also really satisfying and... That's so nice. That's cool. That's yeah, so nice. To have yeah. like your family. Child. Yeah, I know. I remember yeah. I worked uh, with my parents, but it wasn't as fancy as doing these pop-up. I mowed lawns and cleaned offices because when we came to Canada, it was full force with uh, family on board, making as much money on ends. But yeah, I was uh, cleaning offices and uh, mowing lawns. Mowing lawns. Well, and that really speaks it to how cool. close you are with yeah. your parents too. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I honestly believe like a family that works together, like those families that 
maybe farm together mm-hmm. or like are really a unit working together. They're so tight. Mm-hmm. And and I feel like this is the closest I've ever been with my daughter. Oh, that's so nice. Yes. Oh, and it's nice. like a legacy you're building, right? In a way, like I yeah, hope if so. it works out. Yeah. I hope so. And yeah. if not, I mean she's you're enjoying the time. More than help more than welcome to go on with whatever her wherever her dreams take her. But mm. what is her big plan post school? Like she's done. Well, right now she's just doing pop-up events. Yeah. And yeah. She's actually thinking of um, going to work on yachts. Oh, so she's following your mom's footsteps. Yeah, yeah, she's thinking of actually doing the the yachty course in Florida and uh, spending some time traveling the world. Her and I have been fortunate enough to do a ton of travel together. I actually homeschooled her for a couple of years when she was younger, mm. um, up until grade five, because I'm not smarter than a fifth I could have even gone to grade uh, five. It would have been like great. My kids wouldn't be alive anymore if I did that. Yeah. Yeah. So we were really lucky those years that I was homeschooling her. We did tons travel. of travel. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the science science class was going to the beach and picking mm-hmm. up shells and That's cool. yeah. socials was learning different cultures. So mm-hmm. yeah, it's 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 been quite a journey. Yeah. And love it. yeah, now here I am doing my little business and uh I don't know where it's gonna take me. Some some days I know anyone who has a business, I'm sure can relate that um not some days, most days I mm-hmm. wanna pull my hair out yeah. because <laughs> it's super overwhelming and I'm like, what am I doing? And mm-hmm. um, you know, I've put a lot of money into it and yeah, for sure. So there's a lot of unknown, but uh, for now, I'm just pushing forward and mm-hmm. having a lot of fun meeting amazing women like yourselves. Mm. And yeah, it's like when you're doing something that fills your bucket and it's, you know, then everything just comes naturally. Yes. Yeah. You know, there's those moments where we want to pull our hair out and feel overwhelmed because as we know, entrepreneurship is not a nine to five. It's a 24 seven, you know, you're waking up thinking about the next thing and, you know, so. It's a lot like being a mom. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I was going to say, you're just always, it's, like, it's your it's other baby very, really. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's tough, but, um, you know, it's nice because my whole identity for the last decade and a half is just, I'm just a mom, mm. just a mom, um, which is a huge job. It is a huge job. Um, it is a huge job. We always say that too. Like yeah. just, a mom. just a mom. Yeah. It's like we're, we're like just, embarrassed about it or exactly. something. Exactly. Yeah. But I was in full force. I was like the homeschool mom. And then when she went to school, well, so I was, were everything. The, I yeah. was the, the teacher, the care provider, the Driving doctor. to school yeah. mom or going on field trips. And, you know, it's just, it takes a lot of your time, but it, it kind of, that becomes your identity. Mm-hmm. And you kind of get lost in that. Mm-hmm. So totally. starting my own business has really um, let me become myself mm-hmm. and, you know, become a creative person and, you know, enjoy my strengths and work on my weaknesses because <laughs> they're there. Um, but yeah, it's 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 been a journey for sure. Yeah, for sure. yeah I feel like, you know, uh, when you do have kids, there's, there comes a point where we do lose ourselves a little bit. That's what I hear from, you know, the women around us is that you have the babies and everything is about the children. And then at some point, 
like at least I did woke up and I'm like, this is like, this is not me. Cause I was also staying at home. Like I was running businesses, but I, you know, I was home everything and it still kind of is. We are changing that. I mean, my husband um, just lately uh, said that he's putting the family first versus his job, which was shocking. I mean, love it. I mean, we've been together for 17 years, but we always like his career always came first. And I knew what, like when we got married, we were going to be, you know, helping him become who he is today, which is fine. But it wasn't working anymore. Uh, so I said, okay, that's it. Like, I can't, I can't have you be there and me be here. We need to be together because I need to find myself. I, I can't be running the mothership <laughs> and also run businesses and have everything else because there's that's only one of me. Yeah. 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 I think mom, like, especially when you stay home for a portion of kidness there is that losing yourself a mm -hmm. bit even yeah. like and maybe it happens when you're like full-time working mom too I don't know but I just think that there's that because you're doing it is your job right yeah entire time you're doing all the good things it's so consuming yeah and yeah you definitely just you're not putting yourself first anymore mm -hmm. which right. I mean I should say I wasn't putting myself first um yeah. And it's taken me a long time to realize, like, I can't be a great mom unless I'm taking care of myself first. Mm -hmm. Totally. I remember feeling so much guilt of wanting to work again. I don't know. Like, I, I remember thinking, oh, I'm going to work. But I had this guilt that I thought I needed to stay home. But, oh, my God, I was so much happier when I worked. <laughs> I was just, like, a better parent. I yeah. was more on, yeah. you know, and able to give more. So, I don't know. So interesting, everybody's journey for sure. Yeah, it's it's definitely been amazing being back at work and being part of the real world, not just, you know, the mm -hmm. pack group and yeah, <laughs> yeah. this like school life, which obviously is important. But um, yeah, it's nice to be out in the real world again. I just joined the pack this year. I'm yeah. so excited. <laughs> I don't know if they're ready for me though. Like they are, I was getting I a bit intense at the end of the last one about some topic. And uh, then the one girl who's the new PAC president was like, how are we going to get um, deal with uh, controversy when it comes up at our meetings? I'm like, why? Because I'm being controversial. And she was like, a little bit. <laughs> so well, I, was like, I just caused a little ruckus. Good. Help well, it. good for you. I know. You I'm going to totally like gotta chirp in her ear. A bit, you you know? Well, and, and you know what they were saying on the PAC, which was kind of like crazy to me, is they kept being like, well, this is what we've always done. I'm like, you can't get anywhere doing what you've always done. Yeah, like, yeah. let's switch it up. Yeah. Yeah. There's a thing called like evolution. Change it up. Yeah. Let's evolving. Evolve. Yeah. Yeah. The school has been around for decades. Like, yeah. let's switch it up. But yeah, anyway. I'd rather not go. I'd rather... You're just going to tell me. I'm yeah. tell you because I would probably get too heated. Be like, what? I would be escorted out probably. <laughs> so these topics, because sometimes she comes, she's like, did you hear? And I'm like, what? <laughs> Flying papers everywhere, but yeah, yeah, no, definitely. Yeah. That, yeah. Yeah. No, I was definitely the odd crayon, on, crayon <laughs> in the box for uh, sure. Yeah, <laughs> so funny. Yeah, I think we fought a lot on my Vancouver pack for sure, but I'm um, not fight, but like, yeah, definitely that, controversy. Yeah, but yeah, okay, but like, tell me a bit about this business though. So you bought it? Was it a franchise or is it no? So I bought it from a woman who was she's actually Hungarian, but she. She had been living in Australia and the luxury picnic business in Australia is huge. Hmm. 
So she moved to Kelowna and wanted to put together, wanted to book book a picnic for a girlfriend and realized there was no one in town doing it. So she created this little company called Mm -hmm. Pop-Up Events and Pop-Up Events Co. And she started right during COVID. Mm -hmm. But the nice thing with Pop-Up is that we're outside and it's small events. So she was doing, you know, groups of 10 or less. So she could still, you know, her business model still worked through COVID. Plus, COVID didn't really exist in Kelowna, let's no, be honest. No, <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, I digress. <laughs> so um, her husband was offered a great job back in Australia. So they jumped at it. So she had all, you know, the business and all the decor and the website. And I saw it for sale. So I, I took it over and I have definitely used her business model and but I've also definitely put my own flair mm-hmm. on things and like it says in that write up I doubled inventory I started out with um one storage room um one storage container I guess to hold all my decor quickly outgrew that got a second storage container and then realized the cost of that, I could have a small little storefront for a little bit more money. So mm. moved everything into a storefront. So it's like a it's like a legit little business oh, now. Yeah, that's so Not cool. Just yeah. of, I know. Like congratulations. Yeah. It's been, uh, you know, just over a year, which you grew substantially, right? Like, yeah, I didn't even know have, you had a, a storefront. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah that's just, uh, I just opened it in February. Yeah. So it's pretty fresh. Mm. So tell us, Miss Entrepreneur here, the years that you, tell us a little bit about, you know, like your journey, your, because I know you said you did in vitro and I have been in vitro as well. And uh, yes. yeah, just the story, like your, how yes, was it? The yeah. in vitro journey. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Soul sucking. Um, so it worked the first time. I was lucky and I uh, they implanted three embryos and two took. Mm-hmm. So I was pregnant with twins. And about three months into the pregnancy, I had some bleeding and went to the hospital and they told me that I had lost both babies. Oh. So I went back to the hospital because this was a Friday. I went back on the hospital to the hospital on Monday for the DNC. They did a uh, one last ultrasound and they found Desiree's heartbeat. Oh my gosh! So I was on bed rest for the rest of the pregnancy. So I gained about eighty pounds. My child weighed two pounds when she was born. Oh wow! Well, isn't that unfair? Water weight. It's all baby weight, I swear. And this like two pound pound baby baby. comes out. Oh my. Um, So yeah, she is truly, truly a miracle baby. Um, And it's it's hard to even remember what life was out without her. Mm -hmm. But um, it was such a journey to to get her here. Mm -hmm. And I don't regret any of it at mm-hmm. all like she's the love of my life she is oh I could cry just thinking Aww. about her she's Aww. such a she's such a great kid um 
despite all the ups and downs, it hasn't always been an easy journey. And, she, you know, she was premature. She she was delayed and she's always been the smallest kid in the class. Mm-hmm. She's, she's just teeny. And, she, you know, it just has not been an easy journey mm-hmm. for her. And so, again, going back to us working together, seeing her functioning in my business and and being so happy uh, it's it's extremely fulfilling but uh yeah she was born um at kgh two pounds nine ounces she spent six weeks at the NICU in an incubator but the very first word they used to describe her was feisty and vigorous and (laughs) that is her she is (laughs) extremely vigorous and feisty um, and yeah, she's beat all the odds. So it's mm. it's been amazing. Um, unfortunately, my marriage to her dad did not uh, survive the stress and trials and tribulations of what we had gone through. Um, and we split when she was just under one year old. Mm. Um, he's been he's been a good dad, and we've. We've been able to co-parent quite well together throughout the years. Um, So, yeah, that's kind of my story. Mm. And um, yeah, I can relate to it because I was, again, uh, you know, the marriage surviving. It was really tough on our relationship when we were really tough going through all the tests, all the drugs that I was on, you know, the constant scheduling, it is tough. And my husband worked away and it took us four years of trying to get pregnant. And I told myself and I told him, like, if we don't make, like, if it doesn't work the first time with the in vitro, I'm done. I was so done. I didn't even want to be a mom anymore. I'm like, this is crazy. And I'm an only child. My husband's only child. You know, we don't have siblings. We are okay by ourselves. You know, we have a pretty strong bond and we had two life plans. We've we've planned, we bought a house to house children, but the house, if it wasn't going to be filled with children, we weren't going to stay in that house. So we were already planning two different journeys. Luckily, it worked. I also had three, um, uh, no, I had two embryos put in. Both took, one split. We lost one. So I was pregnant with triplets and then the twins are who I have. That's incredible. Now, but yes, the the, the whole process of pregnancy, you know that uh, movie, um, What to Expect? When oh, when you're expecting? expecting? Oh, yeah. yeah, they don't tell you I any am, of the shit no. that you're, yeah. you should expect. Like, I am not that young model pregnant with twins I was that one that was like farting (laughs) because I could not feel anything down below in the mall walking and I'm like oh my gosh that's me (laughs) but my husband was so kind enough to like say excuse me for himself he took the blame because I was just like I could not (laughs) feel anything like things were smart of him that yeah (laughs) numb right but my babies were also born preemie uh two and three pounds uh no three and four pounds and then they dropped down to whatever uh we were in the NICU as well um the funniest was the jaundice NICU like they were glowing babies because they had jaundice whatever but I I I did the injections because I had a feeling something was going to be off so I did the injections so their lungs would develop 
uh, steroids. Oh. So they didn't have to have, be on breathing tubes. They were still wired. The scariest moments in that NICU was when the baby was born, we had to give them manual stimulation because they would forget to breathe. Oh. So, you know, you have this baby that's two and a half pounds because, you know, and you're, she's on your chest and suddenly, and there's all the wiring and all that stuff. And then suddenly the monitors go off. They're going crazy because your baby's not breathing, you know? So the first day or two, there was a, like panic as a mom, like, you know, you were like, oh my gosh. But then you kind of got used to everything became a little bit more normal. The, the nurses were amazing because they were born in Edmonton at um, Grey Nuns. So hospital, I love that hospital, the way they took care of my family. You know, people have different experiences, but my experience there was phenomenal. They, I would sleep there. I had a C-section too because they did come early and mm -hmm. I couldn't, you know, push. So mm -hmm. everything down there is still working just fine. <laughs> <laughs> I know one day we were out at Earl's and then I was like, said to some other girl, I had to pee before I get home. And Bella was like, it's like seven minutes away. I'm like, yeah, and I'm not going to be able to make it. One must pee. Yeah, one must pee. <laughs> right now. When they had the vag yeah. vaginal, the real, what is that? What do they call vaginal. it? Natural birth. I'm like, yeah, no, I they need to natural. It's all natural. I mean, yeah. It is natural. <laughs> I still had natural babies. You know, even yeah. the whole in vitro, you know, oh, they're inky babies, incubate, like whatever, Petri dish, whatever. Like, that's so crazy. The, they're crazy. not natural. I'm like, they're human beings. How they came into this world is how they came into this world. I wanted these babies and they're here. I manifested them too. I wanted girls. I told the doctors while they were, the whole process of in vitro, you know, right? <laughs> oh, it is insane. so fascinating. Like crazy. literally I saw the eggs being injected into my mm -hmm. uterus on a monitor right? yeah. and then two little bubbles bloop, and I was like well I guess we'll see if this takes but that's the you know that's how it happens yeah, it's, like, <laughs> it's so, so crazy yeah. you and my husband were there and we're watching I'm like is, I guess that's it yeah they moved me over lay there for 10 minutes with your legs yeah. up and <laughs> call, and it go, call it a day and like right? the worrying never stops it's like Oh, if if this pregnancy takes, then everything's going to be okay. And then what yeah. happened with Desiree? It was like, okay, well, once she's born, it'll be okay. Okay, once she's out of NICU, it'll be okay. Mm -hmm. Once I get her home, I'll stop worrying. Mm -hmm. like, You're still worried. I'm still worried. <laughs> like, I've got these bags under my eyes for a reason. I haven't slept <laughs> for eighteen years. Right. <laughs> yeah. But is it worth yeah. it? Yeah. Oh, for sure. Hundred percent. Yeah. Mother, it's so crazy. Like you do never stop worrying about them. I yeah, remember saying never. that to my mom, like, why didn't you tell me I'd be worried about all these things? You know, you're carrying this baby. You're like, am I re eating the right thing? Am I doing the right thing? Like, oh yeah. My mom was more worried about me than I was worried. Cause I'm like, I was pretty active, still working out, running stairs. And she was losing her mind when I went bike riding. Oh my gosh, she took my bike away, locked it away. I couldn't get the code <laughs> so I wouldn't like be on the bike because they were so worried yeah. about this pregnancy, which I mean, granted, yes, we did wait and we did pay $12,000 uh, to go through the yeah. process. And which the is, emotional. And yeah. emotional. Yeah, 100%. Crazy. It it's is. The, I found the roller coaster prior to 
really crazy. Yeah. On like, I think it's just the hormones that you have yeah. to take. Mm, it yeah. is wild. Clomid. And like injecting yourself. Clomid. <laughs> they called me triple C. Like, because I was supposed to be on one pill, then they upped it to two to three. And then that's when I got real crazy. Okay, my oh, yeah. husband. At it's like, point, we know why we're not getting pregnant. Because I'm literally I'm yelling at you all the time. Not. Yeah. No, but it was funny. I remember <laughs> going to visit my husband one day and I was on the triple C already and you know we're sitting watching TV and I'm cuddling with him and I'm like oh I love you so much and then I don't know what happened but I got triggered by something I don't know if he looked at me funny so then I got really mad then I started to cry and then he's like okay I'm going to bed because this is not gonna turn out well for me so he went into <laughs> <Smart> bed <man. laughs> and then I got even more annoyed because I'm like how could he just leave me there right <laughs> So I, I crawl into bed and then I start laughing hysterically. And then he's like, please don't kill me. I was a little mind. bit afraid of my life because literally you went through all the emotions. In five minutes. How, yeah, it was crazy. And I'm like, I'm so sorry. It's the hormones, but it is. It's so wow. trying. Like I am so blessed that I have my husband because he's so patient. I wouldn't have been able to be with me. <laughs> I would have divorced me if I was with somebody like me, like through the whole craziness. But yeah, the hormones were, they were much. My body went through so much <laughs> trauma. So, the amount of people I've had down there, I mean, I might as well be a stripper. Because <laughs> there's no shame. Like the cutting, the blood, but probably, oh yeah, have students in here. Sure, bring all of them. You know, I'm 15, I'm like spread open. It is so bad. But at some point you're just like, whatever. Yeah, at some yeah, point you're you just like, care. just do what you, just put yeah. the IV in. Let me go to bed so I don't look uh, yeah. you in the eye, all of you 17 people. <laughs> Doing your rounds right yeah, now. Right? Yeah, yeah. So, very humbling. Yeah, yeah. So you say that because okay, so your first marriage didn't. Then you got remarried. Then you got remarried. Then I met somebody when she was two, and he was a wonderful human being. Um, we had a very happy marriage. Um, the thing with him when I met him was he was in recovery and he'd been sober for almost three years. So, um, and he stayed sober the first six years of the marriage. And then about six years in, we were up at Sparkling Hills one romantic weekend and they put a bottle of champagne in our room and he just kind of said, screw it, let's drink it. And um, it was kind of fun. I'm not going to lie. It was mm -hmm. like, wow, he's he's pretty funny. And But as it goes with people with addictions, it went downhill and... and it, yeah, that's that's a really sad story. He he's not well. He's still not well. Oh. He's but when the when it was good, it was good. And he was a very, very loving, kind um step parent and husband. And he afforded me the opportunity to stay home and raise my child. So I'm very grateful that I had that time with him, but unfortunately that marriage ended when my daughter was 13, which of course is like the hardest years of life. Mm. Um, and she was very close to him too. So it was, it was, uh, it's a really tough time yeah, for sure. Um, and for a while, and, and it was right. It was, it was 2019 when he left. So then it was, 
he was gone and then it was COVID and I felt super alone. And I had, you know, this very angry teenager who was angry about lots of things, um, understandably in, in our family, but then COVID, like, you know, she couldn't have friends over Mm -hmm. and it was just, it was so tough. It was a really tough time and I, that's really a dark time of life. And, and I think it was for most of us. I don't think there wasn't many of us who had a great old time through COVID, except for maybe like the major CEOs and people making money. But um, yeah, that was a really hard time. So yeah, coming out of that and, and um, being able to look back on that and go, yeah, that was really hard, but we made it through and It's actually super empowering because while I was going through it, there was days, you know, like I remember my daughter looking at me and going, you're so strong. How do you do this? And I'm like, because I have no choice. You have no choice. But, you know, some days I, some days mom doesn't get out of bed. Notice that? Right. (laughs) But um, yeah, that was, uh, yeah, it's been quite a journey and it's not, you know, it wasn't the story I would have written for myself if things could have gone perfectly, but it is my story and, and it's, it's beautiful and sad and, and, and you're dark here, and bright. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's just, everybody has a story. We all, you know, life just does not go the way we expect it. Mm, and for sure. And I think that's what I've learned the most at, you know, 50 years old. It's like, just got to learn to roll with the punches and be grateful for what you have. And, you know, no matter what you have, there's always someone who has more and there's always someone who has less. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't really matter, you know, um, where you are in life. You just have to be grateful. And I think that's like my biggest thing in life is just to be grateful Mm -hmm. every day for, um, the abundance that I do have. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And my friendships and my relationships, um, my home, my daughter. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it sounds like it also made your daughter and you quite close, like part of that. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes you got to break things to fix, to fix them. them. <laughs> Um, yeah. And there was some, you know, we both went, we ended up going to anger management therapy together because we were both extremely angry and we were taking things out on each other Mm -hmm. physically, which, um, I'm not proud of, but we did, we did at one point have a physical altercation. Mm -hmm. And this is coming from a mom who like never spanked or like, but you know, it's like that kid brought out that inner 90s gangster in me and I was like oh Uh, no you don't but you know anyways we we've had to work really hard to get to where we at where we're at now Mm -hmm. it's it it was not an overnight process and I'm sure there's you know she's 18 now and um I really like to see her just like fly little bird right (laughs) but she's still very much my little girl and she's gonna be with me for as long as she needs to be and and I'm okay with that because Mm -hmm. first and foremost I am I'm a mom yeah a mom a powerhouse yeah she's all those things (laughs) and now she has a new boyfriend don't you 
Yeah. Who oh, drives a Jeep? I yeah. was like, oh. Oh, no, that's my Jeep. That's Jeep. See, even that's better. My Jeep. Your Jeep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, watch it there. That's Alexandra. a sexy Jeep that she has. Yeah, yeah he uh, he was picking me up that day. Okay. We were having a few yes, there was wine. a few wine. <laughs> so, how is the dating scene? Yeah. Tell us. Tell us. Oh, my God. Soul sucking. How was it like? <laughs> how did you even get into the dating scene? Did you have Tinder. to like, Tinder. Okay. So, <laughs> so, you did some swiping. So, again, you know, when I went through this break up and I'd have days in bed my daughter came to me one day and she goes why don't you just try online dating and I'm like oh you know I didn't know what it was like to be single because I'd been married in total I'd been married 28 years just not to the Mm -hmm. same man got married quite you know in my early 20s so here I am in my late 40s single for the first time in my adult life I didn't know how to do that so Anyways, she made me my first profile mm-hmm. and we put it out there and like within a couple of days I had, you know, like hundreds, hundreds of, of yeah. all these <laughs> hundreds. Bing, bing, people. Bing. <laughs> so, you know, the joke was I'd, t- I'd scroll through, I'd be like, pick your new daddy. <laughs> <laughs> Just joking, that's terrible. Oh, joking, but not joking. <laughs> And I did that for a while and it was, you know, I met every, I swear I met every broken, married or drug addicted man in Kelowna. (laughs) It was awful. It was awful. So I decided I'm done. I'm not doing this anymore. And I changed my profile from like fun-loving girl who loves hikes and animals and <laughs> to uh, sick of men's shit, need a man, not a not a project, um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like not willing to raise your young children. No, so you know. And I'm yeah. just, I just, I was harsh. And within two days, I met Vernon. <laughs> He's like, oh, I think I check all the boxes. <laughs> And he's been great. He's been great. Um, Yeah, we've been together uh, a few years now. And he just, (laughs) you know, he he treats me and my daughter just amazing. That's so nice. More than I could ever ask for. So when's the wedding? (laughs) Or have you sworn off marriage? I've sworn off marriage. marriage. Like, I, you know, I feel like a bit of, of a hypocrite when... Um, I'm planning people's weddings and I'm like, oh, this is so magical. <laughs> it is pretty magical. Yeah. It is magical. But I'm just like, I've changed my last name twice. Yeah. And I had to go back to Lambert. And it's like, I oh, know I was born Lambert. I'm going to die Lambert. Mm. You know, I can be with this guy the rest of my life, but I just don't yeah, want to. Not do. interested well, in walking down If you do get married, just make again. him take your name. Yeah, we do that and now. do it yeah. in like <laughs> Vegas or something. Yeah. We'll all come something and have a good old party, like the Caribbean or okay, like yeah. somewhere on a yacht. On a yacht? Oh my god! Yes. Oh my gosh! I may have a yacht. You might have a yacht. <laughs> <laughs> she she might have a yacht. Doesn't uh, have to be. We can officiate. Doesn't have oh, to be official. So but let's just we do could a just party. have a spiritual ceremony. Yeah. Yes. And then a picnic on a yacht. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. The yacht must be very big. So where where is this yacht? Because I have one in Kelowna, 
that is not that big, but that could work. Oh my gosh, some girl that I know from high school and um, elementary school, she had this post and she and her friends were on a yacht in Italy on a girl's trip. And I was like, Amazing. oh my God. Actually, the first thing I did when um, my second husband left me, he actually left me for a 23-year-old, mm. which oh. really sucked. Um, so I went off to Croatia for a couple of weeks on a yacht and did a yoga retreat. Um, Amazing. and it was life changing. This is when I decided I was going to become a yoga instructor. She um, has many, 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 many talents. Yeah. It's not really what I wanted. <laughs> You're do. like, that wasn't really for I'm me. I'm not that yeah. zen. No. <laughs> a certain type of person yeah. too. I mean, I, I did yoga. I still do teach like when we do retreats and stuff like that, but people do not maybe um, could wouldn't label me as a yogi per se because I have so many different things right. going on. Right? Oh yeah. People so, never, like when I tell people I'm a yoga instructor, they kind of look at me. It's like, <laughs> yeah, no, I know I'm not a 25 year old Instagram model, but you I know, can still yoga, do like I can do a dog and it's, a back bend and yeah, a handstand. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm uh, freakishly flexible. Mm. So that's why Vernon is still <laughs> Like early in the yoga scene, him and his his girlfriend were like, uh, you know, kind of getting a little freaky with a whole other group of people. And then the guy was like, "Thank you to the yoga instructor for making his girlfriend so flexible." I was like, "Oh God, oh, yeah, I'm flexible." Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, I had that on my Tinder profile. Too. <laughs> Very flexible. Yoga instructor. Oh, so you're really flexible. <laughs> you're like, like oh, yes. God, you're so original and disgusting. But I love how you manifested, you know, yeah. who you wanted, like with no bullshit. Will you not know? yeah. raise your small so children. children. I will not do this. I love yeah. it. Yeah. I was not just a so done. Like, I, yeah. there's, I don't think I can, there's, yeah, there was other things I said, but I yeah. don't yeah. know if this <laughs> is a family channel or not. This no, is not. A, we always say <laughs> real yeah. things. Yeah. 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 Anyways, yeah, I'm I'm really happy with with where things have turned out, like where where things have landed for me today. It's mm-hmm. it's I look at my life sometimes and go, wow, what a what a ride what a journey, it's been. Right? But mm-hmm. you know, so do you have any advice for somebody who let's maybe going through you know like a divorce, the dark like the dark days? What what would you what would you give them for advice? Oh God, like. Put yourself first. Take care of yourself because, right, because nobody else will. Mm. Not even your, you know, you think your lawyers and all that are going to make it all work out. It's, you got to put yourself first and got to be a bit of a bitch. Mm. And I had to like find my backbone because I was always like a bit of a people pleaser and a yes girl. And when this happened, I took a stand and and I got a lot tougher. You got to get tough. And that's, I don't know. But yeah, just put, I you just got to put yourself first. Mm-hmm. And, and even if you love the person, just remember that you love yourself a little bit more. Mm-hmm. And, and there's life on the other side. There really is. There is, there is a whole world on the other side of it. It's, it's a shit thing to go through. And I've, I wouldn't wish it on my worst enemy. It's it's not it's not fun. It's not fun for anybody. It hurt my my parents. It hurt my daughter. It you know just it just broke up our whole. Mm-hmm. You know it it was very disruptive. Yeah. <laughs> in life, but sure. 
um, yeah, it's, I think it's better than being in the wrong relationship. Mm -hmm. You know, sometimes people stay together for the wrong reasons and they're miserable. And I mean, the flip side of that is, you know, finding your own independence and figuring out who you are and... So was it tough because like you you were you were saying that you were stay at home mom right like getting back into like the swing of work yeah. and like, yeah it it's been a huge transition like just a like going from being like someone's wife right to okay I'm totally on my own now and yeah and right at that age where. My child didn't really need me as much, didn't really even want me around because she's mm -hmm. 13 and she hated me, you know. Um, so it was really tough because I, like I said, I kind of lost myself in being a mom and I didn't really know. Like it took a lot of um, like self-worth, self self-searching yeah. to mm -hmm. go, what, like, who am I and what do I want and what do I need to make me happy in life? Mm. Um yeah. And that, again, it didn't come overnight. It was, you know, it's been one step at a time. And yeah, this taking on this business has been extremely rewarding. Um, I don't know if that's the end game for me, but we'll see. I don't, I don't know. Um, it's kind of, I think I like when it. you don't know sometimes it's it's okay not to know yeah, yeah. you know waiting for that yeah cuz i think if you're too firm on like this is what my future is going to be you're and just that's setting when you're yourself up for disappointment totally. yeah. it's like i've just learned to kind of go with the flow a bit more mm -hmm. and like i said just be grateful for what i've got cuz mm -hmm. yeah and it sounds like you're just living in the moment really of like this is what i'm doing it's what i'm liking right now but you're open to you know, I, I definitely am someone who lives in the moment. Like I'll go to these events or I like I was at a party on the weekend and they're like, send me pictures. I'm like, I never take pictures when I'm out because I'm like, I just so want to be in the moment. I we'll don't want to be Bella like, more. yeah, <laughs> then you'll have 5 million pictures. Oh, I'll, okay. I'll take them for you. <laughs> <laughs> and then tell you, you need to take them too, but then really take them for you. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. do. I do enjoy looking at your pictures yeah. though. <laughs> You've got a pretty fabulous Well, you know, it's kind of the life. photographer in uh, me having a business for 17 years and also doing those events and being part of people's moments. Mm -hmm. You know, you kind of also, when you're saying, you know, being a part of these special uh, people's, you know, moments, there comes a point uh, where you're like, mm, are they going to make it? I don't think so. I had them pegged. <laughs> I did. I had them pegged. You know, the engagement photos, the weddings. I'm like, nah, like, they're not, not going to make, make it. it. Oh, wow. And I was pretty accurate because you, you kind of get to see the fine family dynamics, uh, how things are working. You read body language. Right. You know, the things that are said, the things that are done. You know, when you're smoking pot uh, on your wedding and you can't stand to dance with your, your husband... No, yeah. that's not I mean, a good that sign. Not a, not a good, good foot to start yeah. out. No, no. no. The stories I can <laughs> oh, tell yeah. you. Woo-woo. Oh, a lot yes. of fun Vegas weddings. Yeah. <laughs> but I could totally relate with you about that feeling of being at people's special events. When I was in... Um, university, I did banquet serving and I was like the only banquet server who would like cry during the speeches <laughs> of these people because it was just so touching. Or like oh. these family members who were like 
telling these like beautiful stories about their kids. You're just like, oh, I, I love this. I, I just like can't weddings. stop it. Yeah. yeah. Like, who's that lady in yeah, the This crazy lady we don't so know is crying. Shut up, I got something in my eye. <laughs> it's the Clomid. <laughs> it was the horrible. It was the triple C. The triple C coming out. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, that's exactly what that was. I did get emotional too, but then there's time just like, after I, a, a, a bit, I just couldn't do it anymore. I had no... I couldn't relate with a new younger generation because I started my company when I was 19. So I was working every weekend and then during the week, you know, grew the business quite big, quite quickly. And um, as I got older, the brides were still younger. I was just like, I can't like, oh, mm. we've been through so much together. I'm like, you're 21. What the hell did you go through? Like... <laughs> No, like yeah. it just didn't, I, I couldn't connect. You relating, yeah. I wasn't, yeah, I wasn't so, um, yeah, I had other people doing those and I just did destination weddings. So we did travel quite a bit. So those were fun. But then I got even more annoyed with the travel. So I'm like, no, I just want to travel for myself. I don't want to travel with people. You know, can you I take a picture that. now? With that? Mm-hmm. You know, I kind of lost my um, passion for photography because the business part took over, not the creative side. Like, yes, the creative, the two, but mm, I was running, you know, 10 photographers, two graphic designers. Like it was just, it was a beast of itself and all the issues that come with working with people because you no longer rely on yourself. You have to rely like on delegate, others. Yeah. And when somebody tells you on a Friday that they're not showing up for a wedding on Saturday, I cannot reschedule a wedding, people. Yeah. I can I can reschedule photo shoots for babies, for magazines, for, but like concerts, anything that's planned, a wedding. Oh, I'm going camping. I quit. Yay. Stress level. <laughs> like, yay. yay. Yeah. But thank God we had a huge network of photographers. There's a few of us that really work together because we were facing the same issues. And uh, yeah, but health-wise, uh, I started getting stress seizures. I was on, like I was exhausted. Wow. So I, I, I was out. So now I just take it out on all of you people. (laughs) You just take it out. And now it's fun again for you. Now it's fun because I don't don't get paid for it, but I still get to be like, do this, do that, do that. So this is why you surround yourself with strong women. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So we can take the yelling about photos. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I do yell sometimes. yelling yeah yeah that's funny that's okay I think we all yell (laughs) I was yelling at the children yesterday we took them to Penticton for um, the float yeah and I was just like and uh, we don't need to be here why do we bring these children with us sometimes because we're trying to make experiences and memories with them but their faces like that look you know they're like yeah when they're just so annoyed and bored or like mad and you're like I drove an hour for this and blew up 500 dinghies you know I made them blow up their dinghies I'm like you want it you blow them up and they were like because and then there was this big fight about the freaking oh, lollipop. lollipop okay Lee was like pop it let's pop it let's pop it <laughs> oh was it yeah. a lollipop it was just one floaty? stupid yes. ass floaty they all fought about it, and then they all were like I don't want the lollipop every single child decided they hated the lollipop within two minutes of going so into the water annoying an hour of goddamn fighting who's gonna get this thing they got on the thing and then they're like, no, no, we don't want it. And then they tried to put the 
thing on our floor. So I'm like, oh, hell no. You know, so my oh, husband's so like, let's just pop it. Almost there. But I'm like, mm. it was 30 bucks. You're popping 30 bucks. Yeah. The trauma, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Them Sorry, watching su- them. Yeah. Sorry, sucker. So I deflated <laughs> it for the next 15 minutes. We still have to do the <laughs> smash room. I know. I want to do you, the anger like, room. Anger room. How so is that? Mm-hmm. I recently took my daughter there. Mm-hmm. Um, she recently went through a breakup. Aww. Her first broken heart. Broke, it broke my heart too. I actually really liked the boy. Mm. And they've been together three years. And right before graduation, he decided to break up with her. Um, what an asshole. Uh, <laughs> thank so you. true. <laughs> so, yeah, I took Desiree to the, to the uh, rage room. Mm-hmm. And... It was it was a hundred dollars. It was better than therapy. Yeah, I want to do it so bad. Yeah, yeah it was. It. You know that I I didn't plan it out properly. If you go there with a box of your own breakable stuff, mm-hmm. it's only thirty five dollars. If you just walk in, they've got like random old mm-hmm. TV sets and right. DVD players and speakers, and each thing costs a certain, a certain amount. amount. So I, I, you know, I bought like three larger items. I bought her a TV to smash and. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. I think, it, you know, what can little kids go? Because I feel like my one kid needs to go. Like Evie, I, I really like want her to go. I feel like little kids could go. They just, um, like the frustrating thing for her is she couldn't pick up all the weapons because oh. there's a sledgehammer, there's. Sledgehammer. I can't remember what Shank. No, i Yeah. No, what was it? There was like a baseball bat and a sledgehammer. And so obviously the baseball bat was fine, but she couldn't lift the lift sledgehammer. So she's like, oh, I wanted to lift that sledgehammer. Mm-hmm. But she came out of that oh. room, all face was all red and this little grin on her face that I hadn't seen. You know, she was... She was very, very. It's because we push down anger, and we're like taught to push down anger. But angry is an okay emotion too. It is. Yeah. But we just need to get angry sometimes. So I'm going to yeah. go to that room because you have. I to. took my anger out on a pair of sunglasses the other day, which wasn't very satisfying. <laughs> yeah. Nor helpful. Well, like I, you know, said we we had gone to this anger management, and I know we both can display our anger in unhealthy ways. So I knew when she was going through this, like there, we had to do something to like give her some sort of outlet because mm-hmm. I knew she was really hurting inside. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, yeah, good for it you. Was That's great. I feel like I need to go. Yeah, and let's do just all get all ang- anger out. Yeah, yeah I do. Great. I feel sometimes they had like the heavy, heavy metal music oh, going, like the trash metal. Yeah, yeah. She had 30 minutes and she came out, They, you know, and they're in full safety gear. Yeah. Um, she had like this full suit, suit on. Yeah. on and yeah, she came out and she was just like all sweaty <laughs> Red crazy. That's amazing. That was awesome. Yeah, nice. We're nice. definitely on our bucket list. We're gonna do it. Anger room, but we need to talk about. I our- know. I was just thinking. I don't know how much time we have, but we should talk about our event. Yeah. So three events coming up: August third, seventeenth, and thirty first. Yes. Uh, Sand and waves day retreat. Reconnect. No, disconnect and reconnect with yourself and with nature and with others because we need some time to, like you said, Monique, for ourselves. Put ourselves first. Put ourselves first. It's going to be amazing. Uh, We're going to start on the boat, uh, putts around the water to um, Peachland. 
We're going to do Beautiful some sound healing. And then Monique is going to pop up her. Dazzle with her pop up. Yes. And then um, Tara from Bliss, mm-hmm. who is actually the girl I went to Croatia with. I've done two oh. retreats with her. Oh, yeah. cool. She is such a gifted, mm-hmm. like she's a yogi. She's yeah. you, you look at her and you're like, yeah, she's a yoga yeah. instructor. <laughs> um, she's amazing. Her, it, it, her and Julie McCormick, mm-hmm. uh, both really well known in the yoga uh, realm, little yoga world here in Kelowna. So really proud to be partnered with them and extremely excited to mm-hmm. uh, be partnering with you and your mm-hmm. gorgeous vessel. Like, wow. <laughs> vessel. The vessel is going to vessel us over MV. there. Yeah. Have a beautiful picnic. Yeah. And set up a beautiful experience for, mm-hmm. you know, just a next level experience for anybody who feels like they need to level it up a bit mm-hmm. and oh I like that let's level, level it up, up. Yeah. it's gonna yeah. be so good so you should definitely buy your tickets yeah okay. yeah we'll, yeah. well and we've got a special on right now don't we yes yeah. we do uh I don't even know the special I know well, it's I, an early bird special early bird, early bird special. special it's what two I think the regular price is three ninety nine, and right and now, now we're doing it for two fifty, which yeah. is like an amazing deal I know because I mean any of these components would cost an arm and a leg. Yeah, we didn't even talk about how you can surf, you can tube, and we're going to friend. Yeah. yeah. So there's so much. Yeah. So much, you guys. You got to be there. Yeah. Do it. Yeah. And maybe go by Rattlesnake Island and yeah. talk about the Eddie Haymore story. Yeah. That, we had to go we were just so educated by you on that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, okay, well, crazy. Okay. It was fun as always. Yes. We could keep talking, but our time here is... Uh-huh. Coming to well, thank you so uh-huh. much for having me. Yeah, I, thanks uh, for coming and thanks for I sharing. I always felt like I had like um, a face for radio. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just joking. Oh, no, I, this is really exciting, and I've never actually done anything like this. So. Yeah, but no, thank you for yeah. being so and open and honest. And, and, yeah. yeah, and I know you shed a couple of tears, and we really appreciate you coming and and telling and us a little bit about you know, your journey, because like you said, we all have a story and and, and the sharing is the learning mm-hmm. and the connection that we build within our community, because I'm sure there are women that are going through what you're going through. And just knowing that we're not alone. Absolutely. So yeah. much peace. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we, where can we find you? Yes. You can find me at www.popupeventsco.com is my website. My Instagram is at popupeventsokanagan. Um, and your website uh, store? And oh, my yeah. store is at 2586 Main Street, right next to J.K. Schmidt Jewelry. Okay. Nice. Okay. Well, do we have any fire rapid questions? Alexandra, okay, this so is yours. Tell go us um, what if you could go back in time and tell, you know, your youngest self a lesson that you've learned, like to go easy on yourself or whatever it is, what would it be? Listen to my mom. Oh, oh. <laughs> that's a good one. Yes, everybody, yeah. listen to mom. So listen, listen to your mom. mom. I should have listened to my mom. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and like, what is one lesson that you were surprised by that? you know, you've learned in parenting from your daughter, what's something that surprised you? 
that I'm not actually as cool as I think I am. <laughs> we try. Oh, we try so, so hard to be cool. I know. That's awesome. Okay, okay. well, thank you, Monique, for Thanks. being here. Yeah. Thanks, Thanks for having me. This was super fun. All right. Till next time. Till next time. Buy your tickets, folks. Yeah. Okay. Bye. Bye. Okay. See you on the water. Thanks so much for listening. Now we want to hear from you. And don't forget to follow us at Let's Not Sugarcoat It Podcast on Facebook and Instagram. Until next time. Bye. Bye.